The Mom Hour is brought to you by The Essential Calendar. Sarah, this is our favorite calendar for busy moms because its beautiful and simple design shows around three months at a time. Yeah, and with summer fast approaching, now is a great time to get The Essential Calendar and see what I've been raving about all these years. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another More Than Mom episode of the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah, what's happening? Not much. How are you, Megan? I'm good. So if you are a new listener or maybe have only listened to our regular episodes, we just want to make it really clear (laughs) that this is a special bonus episode that is not like our usual Tuesday episodes. Like this one, you'll probably won't get any useful advice or tips. It's going to be us talking about this, in this case, exercise. We're talking about working out, uh, but we usually pick kind of a fluffy topic and just have fun with it. And they're a little shorter than usual. And I don't know. Yeah. We just, we're, this is our chance to just kind of relax and freestyle a little bit. Yeah, it's super fun. And we've gotten good feedback from you guys that you are enjoying them. But if you're looking for motherhood inspiration and parenting advice, um, we have more than 150 episodes of that in right in your podcast app. It's there, but it may not be here. It may not be here because today we're talking about exercise, which I feel like is something both of us have fallen down hard on the job about lately. And so I have to say selfishly, um, we were going to talk about swimsuits today, but until I start exercising more, (laughs) I don't feel good talking about swimsuits. So I'm hoping this will be the kick in the pants I need to get back in a routine. And I've been there. Like I've been in really good workout routines before and I know I can get back there. I just, you know, sometimes it's helpful to kind of talk through what you want to do and all that stuff. Well, and that's the whole thing, right? About like all healthy lifestyle things is we're going to go in big swings. And if you are at a phase in motherhood where you're not exercising at all, we've been there. So it's, you know, that's just natural, I think. So I think it's okay to kind of embrace the the fact that these swing the pendulum swings, but we might both need it to swing back the other way. We need to swing pretty hard (laughs) in the other direction, I think. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. 
Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah, and for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle, whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour50 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. All right. Okay. Are we ready to dive in? Okay. So I'm, I'm driving the bus this time. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be a very loose, this is going to be one of those bus drivers. It's kind of all over the road. And like, <laughs> you kind of think when you go around the corner, you might like flip into the ditch. Um, but really I'm going to kind of ask you some questions, Sarah, and then I'll just kind of also address them and you know, we'll just, okay. we'll just banter like we usually do. But okay. first, before we get into the dire straits, our current workout routines are in. Let's talk about what we've done in the past and what worked, because sometimes I think that's the key, like what you've done before that worked mm -hmm. and then figuring out why it stopped working um, is a good way to figure out what could work in the future. So let me know, like, what's your exercise history? Go back as far as you want. Well, here's the problem, right? Like I was a professional <laughs> ballet dancer, so right. I did not have to exercise because exercise was my job and my hobby job, yeah. and my art like it was all rolled into one but what that looked like since you asked what that looked like was from the age of I don't know by 11 or so I was in class every day so like a, an hour and a half ballet class every day um of my life other than you know vacations here and there from when I was 11 until I was 25 years old so I was in pretty good shape <laughs> yeah um, I would imagine yeah. And then when I was dancing professionally, of course, that the hour and a half ballet class would just be like kind of the the conditioning or the training element. But then on top of that, I would be in rehearsals and and or be taking other dance classes. Um, so I was physically active from in those years. And then I quit dancing cold turkey. And right around the time we got married, we moved to Arizona and I was like, well, I guess I got to go to a gym. And part of my struggle is I don't think I've ever found something that worked that well um, since, but I'm not mm. probably going to become a ballerina. At well, you're not going to spend hours a day no. dancing. I mean, what, that doesn't fit in your schedule, Sarah? No, it doesn't. <laughs> slacker. But we can get into that because yeah. longtime listeners will remember, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, that I actually went back to class and took an adult ballet class a couple of you years did. ago. And I loved it. So let's set that aside because maybe we can come back to that. But going yeah. back to like what has worked. So Brian and I have joined gyms over the years. And what I have done in the past that I guess that has worked is um, making it a almost an everyday occurrence. Because for mm -hmm. me, if I skip 
a couple of days, it just feels really easy to stop Skip going. all of no. it forever. Yes. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. I don't, I've never like been a hard, I don't work very hard when I'm there. I like a little cardio on a treadmill, like a fast walk jog. I like to do some core exercises on the mat when I'm done, like some planks and some crunches and that kind of stuff. And I, I either lead myself through or what was working really well for me that I need to get back to is my active app. And I've talked about that on the podcast and that is just audio workouts um, in your ear through your phone where a trainer leads you through and you can do them with weights. You can do them with yoga. You can do them with running and cardio, but it, it has music. And then it has a trainer being like, okay, we're going to run at a five and a half speed on the treadmill for 10 minutes. And then I don't know, I just made that up, but it's somebody else yeah. telling me what to do. And that has worked really well. So did I answer your question? What worked you well did, is being yeah. a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> and then did. also like what worked well post dancing days was making it very consistent. I mean, five yes. or six days a week and, um, an active worked really well for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to piggyback a little bit on, on what you said worked for you. Um, what worked for me was being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was great. When I was a teenager, I was active. Like I was a cheerleader. I was like a, I was, I ran track one year. I played, you know, different things. Like I just, I was in musicals. I did dancing. Like there was just yeah, lots of busy. stuff going on. I wasn't yeah. a dancer, but I was busy. I was active. And then I had kids. And actually when I went back to college, I did take dance classes, which is interesting. I kind of have forgotten that that was part of my life. I was taking a modern class and a tap class. I want to say, Plus, I was breastfeeding, mm -hmm. um, which didn't make me in good shape or fit, but it definitely made me thin. Like yep. I didn't when I was breastfeeding, I was effortlessly thin. Like I yep. didn't have to think about it. I had hot like I had big eaters and I've heard from women that that's not always the case. And sometimes you can't lose weight when you're breastfeeding. But for right. me, I've heard I've it heard was both as yeah, well. it was honestly sometimes a little strange, like how yep. how much it just kind of kept me thin. I didn't have to think too hard. And because I was young. Um, all the way up through my last baby, I still felt flexible. I still felt energetic. I just didn't like, even though I wasn't really working out for much of that time, I felt fine. Like I was yeah. the other day I went with, uh, for a walk with my friend Liz and her baby. And I had forgotten how hard it is to push a stroller. Like mm -hmm. we went on a good, like power walk and I, she was eating a sandwich or something. Cause she's breastfeeding is hungry all the time. And so I was like, I'll push the stroller and I'm pushing it. And after like a couple blocks, I thought I I'm kind of done with this. <laughs> this is no good. So I think I had just, I think I just forget sometimes like the, how much energy chasing little kids around, yes. pushing strollers, carrying babies, being active in that way, how much, um, energy that really does burn and how many calories that burns and how active and loose it keeps you. Right. Yes. Um, after that in my thirties, I kind of have gone, I kind of went up and down, but I would say that the thing that I had the most sustained success with were frequent, but moderate. Mm -hmm. I'm using the word moderate sort of generously. Um, routines, which mm -hmm. would be like 20, 20 to 25 minutes of cardio and yeah. then some push-ups and some sit-ups yeah. and, you know, just like a little routine. I had something I could do in 35 minutes and be yep. done. Yep. Um, when I had little kids, that was very necessary because I wanted to use that other hour of gym time to work or whatever. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm just that's nodding. Like. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I was very efficient. And yep. also I was doing a lot of yoga. And the thing about yoga is sometimes like the last thing I want to do is go to yoga. And mm -hmm. every time I go, I'm so glad I did. So yeah. glad I did. I always feel amazing afterward. And the classes I go to can be hard, like really, they're not just stretching. It is really like, uh, or even just breathing, which I think also has a lot of value. But the classes that I tend to go to are a real workout, a yep. sweaty, yep. you know, strengthening, like yeah. strengthening workout. And 
the combination of those things and then regularly getting outside and going for long walks and stuff really did work for me. And then about, I don't know, nine months ago when I got this job, um, which I'm leaving soon, we'll talk about that in another episode, um, I stopped. Yeah, you just had just, literally no minutes in your day. I, I had mean, no minutes. Like I would try, sometimes I would go to the gym just to take a shower. Yeah. Because I didn't like, I don't like taking showers at night because my hair gets all wonky. So I would wake up in the morning and I'd go to radio and do radio. And then I'm like, when am I going to shower? I would go to the gym just to take a shower because it's closer to my work than home. Yeah. That is what I use the gym for, for <laughs> much of the last nine months. And around the holiday, I did start to kind of get back into a routine and I've had some success. But but what's missing right now is the consistent hard work. I'm yeah. and I'm tight now. Everything mm-hmm. hurts because I haven't gone to yoga and I haven't stretched enough and I haven't moved enough. And so it's hard when you do that. Um, do you notice you, your, when you start to just feel tight? It's hard to get back into it. Yes. And do you also notice your energy? So I'm noticing a big energy dip in the afternoons and I'm thinking I'm sleeping really well right now. I got my gravity blanket. Yeah. I, um, the kids don't wake up at night and I do wake up early. I get up at five on purpose. So it makes sense that I would start to feel, you know, that dip in the afternoon. And I've talked about how that's kind of my natural um, like energy pattern anyway, but I really think exercise has a big, big to do with that of like sustaining energy to get through the day. I just know that exercise is so important. And I think that's related to me feeling really low energy later in the day. Absolutely. I have been taking a lot of what I call nap attack naps, um, or desperately wanting them where I'm like literally putting my head down at my desk at work at four o'clock or, at home, it's like three if I happen to be home that day. And I'm like, I really just want to curl up. And it's because yeah. I'm not having that spike. Like I'm not getting that oxygen and yeah. getting my blood going and yeah. stuff in the middle of the day. So, yes, I've noticed that for sure. Um, so there there we are. Here, here we are. I want to say we are okay, in one more place. really quick thing. I promise I'll be quick. Because I made it sound like I went right from dancing professionally to kind of my, you know, very low-key cardio gym workouts, but I want, I want to make it really clear that I didn't, I did nothing, neither of those things for about seven or eight years of early motherhood. And I was just doing the thing you were talking about, which is, you know, wearing babies, carrying them, breastfeeding them, and then chasing around toddlers. And I didn't even really feel guilty about it. It just literally was a, a season of many years with no exercise. So when I talk about what's worked, I'm talking about really the last like two or three years or or pre-kids because for a long time. So I just want to mention that because I know we have listeners who are like, I I don't, I can't even do anything and that's okay. Right. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. And I think for me, honestly, going to the gym, um, when my kids were younger, when, like when I was in my twenties was really more about me going to the gym, not really about me being fitter because I think I was doing fine. Like I was, I was staying, I was energetic anyway, and I didn't have a lot of time. It was like, Hey, I have a gym membership, which means I get two hours of daycare a day. You better believe I'm going to try to use it when I can. Right. So um, but there were also long periods of time where I didn't because I had babies who screamed every time I yes. took them to the gym daycare. So I had years where I didn't go yep. because I would I would go and get all excited and sign up for a gym membership. And then the first day I dropped the baby off, there's nothing but screaming and it's not worth it. It's so, worth it. yeah, for, for a workout win. that you don't feel like super a huge desire to do. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's like, OK, we'll skip again. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, so now going forward, all right. What do you feel like would work for you in the future? And I'm curious about this because I'm trying to. I mean, I'm 40 now, and you'll be there at some point yeah, soon enough. Only a couple years behind. Um, you. like in what way does exercise serve a different purpose now, maybe than it did? And like, what are we trying to get out of it? That's what. That's really the kind of 
big picture mental place I'm in yeah. right now, rather than just like showing up every day and doing the same thing I've always done and isn't going to get me the same effortless results as it did anyway. Like, yeah. what am I in this for? And what do I want to, how does my, how do I want my body to feel I and love, look? How would I feel question. good about that? I love that question. And actually I didn't know you were going to ask that, but I feel like I have a good answer for that. And that is, um, like, Overall heart health and stress management, I think is the number one benefit to me right now of, of exercise, specifically cardio. Um, and I just realized that as I get older, I've always run high on stress and, um, yeah, stuff, tension, I would say. Um, but I realize that as I get older, my body manifests that physically in various ways. Mm-hmm. And so I know the science is there. I know anecdotally, I know from myself that regular exercise is like, it's right. It's the number one thing that will just, just help with overall stress management. And my life isn't particularly stressful. I just, my body can feel stressed even if my mind doesn't. Does that make sense? Like I just, I, and I think I'm getting more sensitive. Um, I told this to you, but I haven't mentioned it on the show. I cut my caffeine intake in half because my body was responding to caffeine in a way that it never used to. And I didn't ever have a lot of caffeine, but I really believe that those things change in our bodies as we get older. And it's our job to kind of pay attention and be like, oh, maybe I'm right. not 25 anymore. So I think for me, right. what I'm in it for is I'm very, I'm, I'm almost encouraged to see what, like, how good could I feel physically and mentally yes. if I were exercising, really exercising 45 minutes, four or five days a week. Cause I don't think I've yeah. given myself that chance to really see. I was for a little while with my active app, I was doing some actual running and sweating Um, but I really think that that's a overall wellness and a mental health thing for me. So that's my answer. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a great answer. I'm so glad you took that question that I didn't know I was going to ask you (laughs) and, uh, with it. I was just, I put myself in life coach mode and just wanted to, you know, ask you those questions. But for me, I, I tend to be, I tend to approach, um, exercise sometimes like the way I would approach any other project. Sometimes I overthink it. Sometimes I get more into the planning than the doing, you know, how that, how that goes. Um, and so there's been times I've been tempted to like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I got into some endurance sport, which is like the worst thing for me. I am not an endurance. <laughs> like, come on. Like, you know how my, my energy levels run. I am not an endurance sport person. I am, if anything, a sprinter and then a rester, <laughs> like like yeah. little sprints and then much rest. But um, I have thought about getting into something competitive. And then I realized like, I'm not a very competitive person. Right. So that's not going to work for me. So I kind of explored that, you know, the whole idea of running races or doing like triathlons. I know I have so many friends who do stuff like who do things like that. And I, eh, that is not enough to get me up out of bed in the morning or whatever, or make me, you know, running late at night or whatever. So for me, it really just has to feel good. I think really outdoorsy stuff is going to be my key in the future. Mm -hmm. And I think I need to set up my life in a way that that makes that work considering I live in Michigan, which is difficult, right? There's plenty of outdoor, um, recreation to be had, but it just requires planning. Yes. It requires equipment. It requires wardrobe and it requires you to be willing to take those first few steps out the door on a day where it's cold. And there's a and lot like more the last thing you want to do. Yeah. And there's a lot more unpredictability because of weather and time, ja- time yeah. changes and what time it gets lighter, what time it gets dark. Whereas right. it's almost like, I almost wonder if you had like a filler, like a filler that felt also felt really good, like yoga yes. or yeah. the gym. And so that you always had both options, but, but doing one was non-negotiable because it's, yeah, it's com- no, yeah. I agree. Cause it'd be always too easy to default to the gym 
if I didn't feel like dealing with the weather, right. which, you know, yeah, it's almost like you have to be really set up and really just that's your part of your day. You're getting yeah. outside every day or whatever, five days a week or whatever it is. And I think once I, I'm really good at staying with rhythms when I get into them, but I'm really bad at getting into them sometimes. So mm -hmm. that's something that I'm thinking about. Um, I love I actually love dancing. Like I was thinking the other day, like, what do I feel like super blitzed out when I do? And it's mm -hmm. dancing. I'm not a good dancer. I'm not a trained dancer. But I love it. So I have been thinking about maybe taking some kind of class, yeah. uh, jazz or something, something that doesn't require. I, I took adult ballet. I thought it was really boring. And let's get into that in a second because I know you yeah. went back to ballet. But you're good at ballet. And I was and I, I love, felt like I was. I love ballet in the way that most people don't. But it is boring. Right. Ballet is boring. <laughs> it was very boring. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Um, so there's that. And I think yoga, I really do think that that is something that I feel great when I do it when I'm done. And if I had to point to one thing, like heart health is, of course, very important, like cardiovascular, all that stuff. But I want to be flexible. And right now I'm not. Mm -hmm. it, it really honestly disturbed me how quickly I got tight mm -hmm. after I stopped going to yoga and stopped regularly stretching, like really within a couple of months. Mm hmm. I couldn't sit in butterfly the same way I used to be. Like, yeah. it's weird. Like, it's mm -hmm. creepy how how fast everything started to seize up. And that is a huge um, predictor of your health as you get older. Yes. And it just feels bad. Like, it feels yeah. bad to roll out of bed in the morning and be stiff and yeah. sore. And I don't want that. So 
I guess my goal is is health, but also flexibility. And the way I want to get there is through more outdoor activity and maybe yeah. some yoga and some dance or maybe a combination. Maybe I can just like snowshoe and do yoga moves at the same time. <laughs> I really want to see that. <laughs> um, I'll put it on Instagram. I agree. So I have this new friend, Casey, who we've just become friends recently because our daughters are in gymnastics together. And she is a performer, like comes from a singing, dancing Broadway, like, you know, her whole into even through motherhood. She does all these kinds of things, mm-hmm. which is fun because I don't know a lot of people here who come from a performing background. Um, and she was saying the same thing about dance. I don't think she was primarily a dancer. She was primarily a singer, but then she danced through doing shows and stuff. And she said, oh, I don't care about the dance class. I just go to any dance class that's on the gym schedule, any dance class that's local. I just go because I love to dance. And I thought, I wonder what that would be. It's so different from the way I think because I was a trained dancer and I, I do care about having a good teacher and like, but, but that has caused me to overthink it. And she was, it was so refreshing to hear somebody who, who also has, you know, a pretty trained background be like, oh yeah. She's like, no, the teacher of that one's not that good, but I just go anyway. Cause I love to dance. And I was like, oh, that's a really I kind of <laughs> right. like that approach, but it's different right. than how I think. So yeah, we probably both could get back to dance class. Yeah. I went to an adult ballet class a couple years ago and I did really like it. It felt good to be back. The The biggest hurdle to get over was I hadn't been in the studio in like 12 years into any studio. Yeah. Um, and so I was so proud of myself for kind of overcoming that. And then I went for a couple months and then I hate to say it, but work got busy. Our business took off and I needed my available school hours for work and I needed a workout. I mean, that's an hour and a half ballet class, not counting, getting dressed, getting there, like stretching. Um, So I I needed that time. But I am looking at, you know, August 15th. I keep saying the date. All three of my kids are in school (laughs) full time. Um, Who's counting, right? So I could give I could definitely bring that. And it's the same class is still going. It's a Friday morning class and it's five minutes from my house. And so I could totally do that again. And I think, but I, I might also just enjoy like the random hip hop class that's at my gym. I, I bet you would love the random hip hop class at I'm your gym. I know that hip-hop. I would. You would. I'm terrible you, at hip hop. Did you ever see that movie with Julia Stiles in it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she tries to do hip hop, yeah, but it's like me. the most yeah. awkward and mm-hmm. stiff hip hop ever. Yeah. I'm just picturing. That's me. <laughs> Except I get <laughs> trying really... to twerk, but like with a really lovely upper body and, and a arms. perfect bun. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, but except I also like, I think there's some people who aren't good at hip hop, but who just really like it and can just let loose and they don't care like that they look like Elaine from Seinfeld or whatever. But right. I am way too <laughs> self-conscious. So like, I just can't even enjoy it. I'm so bad at it. But um, anyway, that was a dance tangent. Yeah, I like, well, our, I like our plan. Uh, <laughs> Me too. And, we and no, we don't have one, but I think, I think we're on, the, I think we're starting to work toward one. Right. Okay. So I think we're on our way there. And I think for me, honestly, right now is the perfect time. The weather is finally getting nice. And this mm-hmm. is a great time for me to just get outside every single day and just go for a walk. Like if I walk two and a half miles, it takes me down to the lake and back. Yeah. That's a, that's great exercise yeah. and it yeah. counts. And yeah, I think it sometimes it's counts. like, we kind of feel like we have to like do this stuff in a gym or during a class yeah. and that doesn't always fit into your life. Um, and you know, nor does it need to like, right. sometimes it's just like, sometimes you can walk after the kids are in bed at night. I forget yes. sometimes like I'm still alive just because it's eight o'clock yeah. doesn't mean I, you know, my, I have to like go to sleep now. Like yeah. this might be a time I could use especially if I'm able to stay up a little bit later to yeah. walk or whatever it is. Or so, even stretch or do like or stretch. yoga. Or well, something. yeah. Think yeah. about that. Like how many times have I, if I've been sitting around and it's like eight o'clock and I'm sitting on the couch in like the most unhealthy position for my yeah. body, like with your feet 
kind of propped up and like you're lounge, you're doing that semi lounge thing. Yeah. It's probably bad for your back. I could be sitting on the floor in butterfly stretching right now yeah. for, and I could still be watching TV or reading or yeah. listening to music or whatever. Like yeah. I can do all those things. So it's just you. It's, it's being mindful about it. I think. And- yeah. You know what I have done at certain times that has helped was, um, so I think I've talked about the fact that I print my Google calendar every week. I'm totally digital mm-hmm. with my calendar, but I print a one sheet of the week every week. And then I use that as like, my map for the week. And so I will, I'll write with a pen. I'll kind of chicken scratch things on there that aren't on my calendar, but I just want to kind of earmark them on a certain day. And so I have in the past put exercise on there. I'll just write gym on the days I know I'm going to the gym, not at a certain time, but like roughly where it would fall in the day. And you could write like stretch in the evenings or like just that little, like a a reminder have to like, you don't have to have reminders popping up on your phone necessarily if you don't want to but just something and that has helped me in the past so just when I look at the week I think okay well definitely we'll get three or four days in this week and then these other days probably not going to happen but that's okay well I don't know that we have a plan but I do think talking about this helps put me in the right frame of mind so hopefully if you're listening you're not totally bored and like tuning out and going why are they just rambling on about their crappy exercise routine I know or lack thereof I, I think there's a lot of people in our same boat so I think you're right. Yeah. So maybe we should all like inspire each other and like, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not a big one for accountability groups. Cause you know me, Sarah, like the minute there's an accountability partner, I decide to rebel against that. Cause I don't yeah. like the pressure. Yes. Um, but maybe if it's more like subtle, like I yeah. know Sarah's kind of paying attention. Yeah. Like a cheerleading yeah. group. Be like, exactly. Hey, how was your day? Hey, how's class? it going? <laughs> exactly. We can be that um, for each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if we do land on any, like, miracle solutions too we will of course share them with you guys but maybe it was just helpful to hear that we're kind of struggling and I think also it's probably helpful to hear that nobody I don't think anybody starts off uh their adulthood with an exercise routine and then keeps it all the way through motherhood yes and then to the other side of you know new motherhood and then just keeps it the same I think everybody ebbs and flows right and you can always get back like you could always get back to where you were and then some and get in better shape I, I would like to be in better shape in my 40s than I was in my 30s. So I have the best fitness role models in the universe because my parents are like the most active, healthy people in the world. And it is like, and they're not like, they're not competitive about it or anything. They just both, it's like a non-negotiable priority. And it's, it is helpful to see what that can look like through the years. So, all right, everybody. Well, um, I'll link up the Aptive app and of course our FabFitFun sponsor details at themomhour.com. You just look for the More Than Mom episode about exercise. It should be right on top if you head over. And also happy Memorial Day, everyone. This is, uh, if you're listening when this comes out, it's a holiday weekend. So take a walk outside. Good time to go for a hike. Right. Bye guys. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. 
That's Erica with a K E R I K A dot A P P and use code the mom hour to save 20%. The mom hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%.